Welcome back, everybody, to another Pole BMX podcast, number two for the 2024 season. Today, we have Jet Hickey, the dual national number one Canadian out of Alberta. I mean, this kid has a great head on his shoulders, and obviously, he's fast if he's got two titles. But we just saw him in Phoenix last weekend, pulling away from the, the competition. He rocks that red helmet and the daylight kit, matches his bike. It's beautiful. You'll hear a fun story about him getting that helmet in this podcast. But man, Jet Hickey, you do not want to sleep on this kid. He is fast, fast, fast. Before we get into it, today's podcast is brought to you by the USA BMX Freestyle Series. They got an awesome thing going over on the freestyle side. Obviously, we're racers. We like to go fast, but we like to have some fun too. And we do that over on the USA BMX Freestyle side. We got some former competitors there going on to triple crown at the monster energy supercross events we got x games gold medalists we got future olympians that came from the usa bmx freestyle series so check out usabmxfreestyle.com or at usabmxfreestyle on instagram they just put out their national schedule it's got regional national state events if you're just at your local park like film a 60 second run just continuous put it onto the digital series and you can get in those points. See if you match up to these guys that are ripping around the park. That's it. Enjoy Jet Hickey's interview. This kid is so good. I'm just excited for his future, man. Enjoy. National number one title holder up in Canada for class and cruiser. It's pretty special when you get both. Pretty unheard of, but also very special. So, Jet, how are you doing today? I know you had a big, big weekend in, in Phoenix. So, uh, how you been? I've been doing good. I just got back yesterday, last night. Feeling good. Long drive back. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. I bet. So, where in, in Canada are you? Alberta, Edmonton. Awesome. Very cool. Well, for people who, for myself and people who don't don't know you that well, um, Kind of give us a background of you and, and especially in BMX. When did you start? Where did you start? How did your kind of journey begin? I start when I was I started when I was six years old, I think, at the local track. One of our friends said I should come and try it out. And after a few laps on the track, I began to just start loving it. Oh. And I began doing local races, started winning. I started lo- loving it. That's awesome. So did you have any experience with, with bikes or, or anything before you went out to the track? Um, Not really. I just used rental bike from the track. My first bike, I think, was a really old red line. Yeah. It seems like everyone's first bike is a red line, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, obviously, from there to now, a lot has probably gone on. So when did you start going into like the national scene and traveling for, for BMX? Probably when I was eight or nine i just won the national championships here in canada mm-hmm. and i was going to go to worlds before um the pandemic started yeah. and i decided to go travel the u.s and do all the national series that's very cool very cool yeah wow so you were nine when the pandemic start, first started and then coming yeah. out of the pandemic you were 10 11 like that that's crazy time flies um, yeah. Well, you, you said just before we started that you just got back from school. 
you're in school up in Alberta. Uh, how's that been just trying to balance the school life and racing and traveling? And how, how's that been? Well, I'm usually given some homework. I get ahead in one of my classes and I fit, catch up in that one class on the rest of the stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit difficult, but I manage. Definitely. And favorite favorite subject in school? Like, are you a math kid, science math, kid? Math, social studies. That's awesome. N not me, man. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I take photos for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I guess um, my next, my first question, like major question is what what's your kind of goal for life in general, but for BMX mainly? Like, do you have a, a big goal set for when you're 17, 18 up into your 20s? For this year would probably be top five W plate for sure. Yeah. would be an awesome thing for me. A long-term goal, I mean, you hear it from a lot of people, but I want to go to the Olympics as well, BMX. Yeah. If you keep on the the way you're going right now, you got a, a good shot. That's that's cool. What what do you do for training? Obviously, you're one of the bigger kids in your class. Like, when we see you in practice, we're like, no way. He jumped to practice. Like, no way that kid's in there. Uh, but... And what outside of just your your size right now, what are you doing to to be as fast as you are? A lot of plyometrics, roller training, like rotation training, just trying to get my rotation speed up. Yeah, that's huge. And do you have a coach at all or anyone helping you with that? Um, I have a few. Uh, a few. Coach Tyler, Coach Dylan as well. Very cool. Are the two main ones out of Alberta here? Sweet. And so, what would be your local track? Be Yeg BMX. Okay, sweet. I'll just check them out. I, I don't recognize the name, but I'll I'll definitely check them out. Yeah. Well, let's talk the Canadian series real quick. Obviously, we're a couple months out from that first race in in Chilliwack still, but tell us about that scene on the on the Canada side. I mean, obviously, it's a we've heard on the the staff side, we've heard that you know best best races because they're so fun they're laid back but how do you kind of how do you see the the series i mean compared to the u.s they're a lot easier i'd say they're and that makes them a lot more fun it's a great way to start off i think my first race was canadian grands in chilliwack a few few years back awesome that's yeah. my first big race then you there last year just winning 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 yeah. <laughs> that's sweet well, um, do you have a favorite stop on the Canadian National Series? One that is coming up or that was a one-off and you just like to return? Um, Probably Abbotsford or Kamloops would be my oh. two favorite ones. Awesome. And, and why? What what's makes those stand out? Um, In Kamloops, there's this huge sweeper corner around <laughs> the back. And I love just like gaining speed and pedaling all the way around it. Yeah, legs are burning out of turn one. Like that's yeah, that's sweet. Well, let's let's jump to your titles real quick. The obviously cruiser and class, which is again props to you. That's that's killer. But what was that kind of race day like being up for the titles? It was. I mean, class. I knew I had it. All I had to do was just win. Yeah, I oh, do that's all win. you had to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, cruiser was a bit more difficult. I had missed a couple races on my cruiser because. It was way too small, and I kept on slipping out in turns. So I had to miss a few races on my cruiser, which made it a bit difficult and a bit for cruiser. But I ended up getting both titles and 
it was very it was a awesome day loved it that's sweet that's sweet so you you ended up now obviously national number one in canada what'd you end up over here in the in the states uh i think neg five for cruiser okay and neg 15 in class gotcha gotcha very cool well i'm like i said before we we just saw you in phoenix and that's where we kind of we talked a little bit but me and Gmo, uh, the videographer on staff, we were like, no way this kid is is his age. He's got to be up. Like, check his birth certificate. There's there's no way. But, but you are 11, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dude. I turned 12 in February. Okay, I was going to say, like, if you're just turned 11, that's that's gnarly. <laughs> but how has it been um, kind of just really your, your racing crews early enough that you're still figuring out the best ways and best practices, but you're experienced enough to have a race day flow. So what I mean by that is when I walked up to you in, in Phoenix, you were doing your stretches, doing your plyometrics. Um, yeah. You get ready for like, let's say a semi that's that, you know, is going to be a little tougher than normal. For sure. Um, like, like you saw in the tent, I do stretches, some few warm up things, high knees, stuff like that. And then, in staging, I in, I envision my first straight, my gate, just pulling ahead from the pack. I envision my race through my head about three times, just like to get build that confidence in myself that I can like pull ahead from the pack and the rest of them. Awesome. Yeah, I think on Sunday you won by about seven or eight bike lengths. I mean, essentially a, a, the full last straight. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, I'm just going to keep saying it. It's impressive. It's, it's awesome. Um, what, what do you see as your biggest weakness when it comes to racing? I've been, my gate has been so, so, so a lot of the times, like in Rock Hill, the race before Grands, I was battling with that quite a bit. I mean, yeah. that's one of my weaknesses. I feel cornering as well, just confidence making moves in corners. Well, you're just about to turn 12. You got a, you got a while. You can figure that yeah. out. That's, that's good. Um, but it's awesome to see that or awesome to hear that, you know, what your weaknesses are. Like a yeah. lot of, a lot of kids would be like, no, I'm a great writer. I, I win. What's, what's the difference. That's cool that you know what your weakness is. Okay. Let's get off BMX real quick. Any other sports you play outside of I racing? Indoor soccer over the winter, just as like conditioning, endurance, because we can't really ride here. Yeah, right. Anything that so, took you to soccer specifically? Mm, not quite. It's just one of the regular sports that a lot of people play, and I said I want to try that one out. That's awesome. And how? And are you a, a beast of that too, or? Uh, so so. <laughs> You're so so. All right, humble so, too. So. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously the uh, the Canada scenes actually is growing really strong. With Lucas last year, obviously the Brosius family, you like, how is it seeing the your fellow Canadians come down to the states or dominate on the the Canadian side and national side? Like, how is that just seeing that like almost country pride coming down here racing in the states? It's a lot of fun when I get to see like all my friends succeeding as well. Like, it sucks to be semi or get last in mains. So it's awesome to see like a lot of my friends from Canada win and get top three in the 
Nag series. Well, Jet, any obviously with with traveling around the continent, you know, North America, going to Canada, US, and then doing some of that that world stuff. Um, what any good travel stories that you have? Any just funny moments from from the traveling? Oh gosh, <laughs> um, I've forgotten my helmet a lot. <laughs> Especially uh, coming down to Idaho, the race in Idaho there. I forgot oh, no. my helmet driving down. Um, and we just noticed in Calgary that I had forgotten it. That's where that red helmet came in. We bought that in Calgary, and I had to race that for Idaho, and I decided to use that this year. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a good-looking helmet, especially it, it matches your new Daylight and, and Hero Forks. So Yeah. Um, that's the, the was a, a big switch for you going from the bombshell Canada team to the daylight team, right? For this year. Yeah, it was it was a pretty big switch. I mean, by the end when bombshell was kind of dying off a bit, it was difficult at races because I didn't have a tent or a pit, so I'd just sit in the hot stands or just try and like find shade under a tree. But with daylight, I've I have a pit now and I have like a tent with all my friends in it and my bike feels amazing as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at your, your Instagram that you just posted four hours ago. Good job. The, that almost like a dark gunmetal with that, the red decals, um, obviously the new Thunderbolt hero forks. I mean, daylight just, they go above and beyond with, the just the setup but it also just looks good it matches the kits it matches the helmet i mean it there's a reason it's it's factory daylight cycles they look factory you know for sure um how is it being in a pit with you know olympians pros like yeah obviously got corbin but then you have your fellow canadian molly at the at some of those races um how is it seeing their their process on race day when you're going through the same thing it's it's very cool being under like the same tent as like Olympians, world champions. Like Molly got um, second in the Pan Am Games, which was very cool, very awesome. Yeah. Also, like being in the same tent as like Elise Willoughby is awesome as well. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of cups in that tent now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and hey, and you're some of them, so that's sweet. <laughs> well, what? I guess for for this year, what what's the what's the plan? Um, are you gonna come down to the states more and and try to go after some of those titles? Or are you just playing it by year? Obviously, you said Worlds is a a goal of yours. Um, what what are the next stops that you're gonna be hitting? Um, I'll be in Rock Hill in March. I'll also be in Houston as well. I mean, I try and do one race a month. Oh, okay. At least. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You have a good shot of getting all your your. I get ten scores now for Nag and yeah, Nag. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like how you. Just, yeah, ten wins. I'm getting that. That's sweet. <laughs> Obviously, you're young, but you're you're the biggest in your group. You're you're winning a lot. We've seen it a lot throughout the years. Of they win when they're young, and then as you know, people kind of catch up. They they struggle to to fight in that pack and still hold hold their own when when the rest of the pack catches up have you thought about that at all or kind of looked into the future of like what am i going to do type of type of thing for sure i've thought about like when 13 14 you'll see like 
that age category, 13 to 16, is when you'll see a lot of people die off and you'll see who can and you'll point be able to point out who is gonna go all the way and who is going to maybe be done in a few years. Any any of those kids that are racing, I say kids, they're they're teenagers, the that 13 to 16 year old range that you kind of look up to to like, man, they're doing it right or they're they're taking the right steps to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh yeah, one of our buddies on the daylight, Brady O'Neill, he won in Phoenix as well. Yeah. He looks like he's doing everything right. He looks he's a lot of good things and he's doing good. Awesome. Yeah, also um down in Connor Styles as well in the 13, 14 category from Canada. They're there also like very fast. One of the main competitors in for the CNAT one title as well. Yeah, definitely. And and what about the in the pro ranks? Do you have a, a favorite? It's a good question. Um, who were like at the races Phoenix? I look. I love Cam Wood. Love his bike, and he's an awesome rider as well. Cameron Larson, Josh McLean as well. Yeah, Mac Attack. Yeah, we're, we're big fans of Josh McLean over here. That's. <laughs> um, I think especially with with the Canadian series and then being a racer from Canada. Unfortunately, there's not, I mean, there are the national riders and there are those people that, that go to the world cups like Tori Nyhog, Molly Simpson, um, these racers that become kind of household names. Do you have any, any riders that are on the Canadian series that, you know, you think we should be on the lookout for? Um, uh, Dylan Trammell, my, okay. one of my coaches, he's doing, he's, Doing his like big debut in pro, he's going to the. He'll be in a lot of the, world the World Cups. Very cool. I think he's come down a little bit for the the UCI Sunday. I think I've I've recognized yeah. the name. So, um, super super X Open and and then that junior in U twenty three. Very cool. Yeah. All right, we'll keep a lookout for him. Now this is just a a random fun question. Um, if there's any. Any gear, any bike part, or any like bike part brands, anything that you could partnership with when you're 18 and going pro, who would it be? Probably 110% nutrition or or Onyx Hubs or Hero, probably like the yeah. Hero Thunderbolt team as well. Yeah. Yeah. 110 Onyx Hero, that'd be a dynamite lineup. That's awesome. Um, well, cool. Um, I just got one more question. Um, who who would you like to thank for for getting you here? Obviously, you have a a big career ahead of you, but up until now, who would you like to thank? My parents, my for driving me down to all these races and just spending that time with me. My mom for flying with me down to these races and just supporting me. Um, bomb like my old team bombshell and uh, Dan and Christy Poye, the Canadian managers of the team those guys have supported me all the way up to this moment. And a lot of my coaches as well. My first coach, uh, Calvin, my coach, Calvin, uh, coach Tyler, Dylan as well. All those guys that have gotten me here and daylight who will, um, I hope will take me all the way through my career. That's awesome. Well, if you're running like you are right now, I mean, you got no problem in it. Sounds like you have a, you have a great head on your shoulders too. Mom, you should be proud. You're off in the distance. Um, yeah, man, I, I look forward to 
to seeing your race and seeing your career kind of grow and and become even more than what it already is. So can't I'm I'm stoked for you, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you in Rock Hill. Yeah, I'll be there. We're gonna All get right. those gates, man. The Rock Hills gate yeah. is a weird one, so I get you there, but it'll be a comeback this year. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome, man. Thank you so much.